0: You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. This segment of the Husker Online Show brought to you by Tanner's Sports Bar and Grill. Get on into any of the Omaha and Lincoln Tanner's locations. Watch all the college basketball action here over the weekend and XFL football action. Or just go out to dinner Friday night, get some wings, get some beer, uh, play some Keno, have a good time in Tanner's. Robin, let, let's... um. Let's talk about basketball recruiting. You know, we haven't really done one of these segments in a while, but first, I want to get your thoughts. You were at the Miller North versus Lincoln North Star game at Miller North High School. Um, You know, and you look at the crowd, well over 2,000 people in that gym, maybe closer to 2,500. I don't know what the capacity is um, there at Miller North, but probably as many college basketball coaches in attendance at a Nebraska High School sporting event that I can ever remember.
1: Yeah, I mean, including two high major head coaches and Prom from Iowa State and Nate Oates from Alabama. So uh, it was uh, as big of a scene as a regular season. Uh, high school basketball game um, in Nebraska is concerned that we've seen in a long, long time. I mean, uh, the fact that there was, I think, what, seven or eight um, schools represented, including a couple that had multiple coaches there. Uh, so it was a big deal. When you have four legitimate high major prospects all playing in one game, that's the result you're going to get.
0: You had, obviously, Oregon was there, Iowa State, Kansas. Oklahoma State. It was Kansas there? Yeah, they had an assistant. Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, Texas A&M was there. Mm-hmm. South Dakota and Alabama. South Dakota State, UNO, Alabama. Yep, Um, and we're probably
1: missing one. Yeah, and you know who knows how many others showed up. I just know all the ones that were reported going into the game all were confirmed to be there. So uh, yeah, I mean that that, the number of uh, coaches in the stands. Like I said, it, it felt like an AAU tournament as opposed to a Nebraska high school game.
0: Can they when when the game's over? Can they talk to the kids, the coaches? No. Because that would have been pretty interesting to see how that
1: would have played out. You can talk to parents, though. And (laughs) Hunter Salas' parents were very popular. Uh, You know, Donovan Williams' dad was uh, certainly making the rounds. And, uh, you know, Jason Green's dad and and his mom were were getting approached as well. So, uh, yeah, definitely some schmoozing going on after the game. A lot of, like bleacher squat down handshake deals going yes, on and yes sir <laughs> lots of that going on and you know that's to be expected but right now uh, you can't directly contact a player uh, until the contact or the yeah the contact period opens up here after the season
0: now can you actually sit with the parents for a long period of time or is it have to be kind of a bump
1: I mean, it's kind of a gray area. I mean, I don't know if you can sit there and like post selfies with each other or anything like that, but you know, there, there were definitely guys shaking hands, having conversations. You know, uh, it's unfortunate. Hunter's uh, Hunter Salas's dad like, broke his foot a while back, so he had to sit in a chair uh, where the re- a lot of the coaches were sitting. Uh, so, I mean, I think. Oh, darn. He yeah. by all the coaches. Yeah, so definitely uh, p- uh, some of the coaches took full advantage of that. Now, the mom, they were athletes too, right? His parents? Yeah, his mom was a stud, you know, one of the better. Um, girls high school basketball players ever to come out of the state. Uh, And then she went and played uh, at San Diego state um, and had a very successful college career. So she's, I think she's the baller of the family where Hunter got the most of most of his genes
0: and watching that game. I was able to watch it on uh, TV. I think news channel, Nebraska, they, they broadcasted it. So I got to see it as well. And you can just see, it just comes so easy for this kid. You know, he's able just to drive in and tomahawk dunk hits a three, hits a shot, makes his free throws. You know, he, he does a lot without having to take a lot of shots, where Donovan Williams, you know, he does a lot but also has to take a lot of shots.
1: Yeah, I mean, Hunter Salas had 27 points on 13 shots. Donovan Williams had 31 on 30 shots. So, I mean, that in itself uh, says a lot about the style of players both those guys are. And, you know, with Hunter, uh, he plays within the team concept. I mean, they're, if he wanted to shoot that much and, you know, Basically, be a, a stats guy. He could do it, but he doesn't need to because he's got two other high-major players and uh, potentially two other D1 players on the roster that um, you know he doesn't have to be the the guy on every game. And uh, for him to put up the numbers he does, playing within the system, uh, that's what coaches love about him. That you know, when you get to the next level, you're not going to get 30 shots in a game. I mean, you're going to have to operate within what they do. And Hunter's ability to Put up numbers, do so at efficient clip, all within the frame of the team, I think is what it kind of separates him from most every other prospect we've seen here in this state in a long, long time.
0: And he's got right now obviously Gonzaga, Kansas, Oregon, I mean some very very good ones. When does that next tier of the Duke Kentucky offer it? Could... Probably
1: the spring, the so, spring you, summer.
0: Do you think that will happen? Do you think he'll get the Duke Kentucky and do you, do you know is he going to stick with Nebraska AAU or is he going to try to play with
1: somebody else? Uh, yeah, that all remains to be determined because he's going to have opportunities. Now, does he need to play with anybody else? That's what I'm saying. I mean, like so you're already a five-star top 20 player in the nation, do you need that much more exposure? I think if you want, if you're seeking those The Duke offer, the North Carolina offer. The can- or the Kentucky. Yeah, those types of schools, I think playing at a prep school and playing on the Nike-EYBL circuit, is you kind of have to do that. For one, to get FaceTime in front of those coaches, but two, uh, to show that you can play at that level with that caliber of players and um, you know he got a taste of that with that IMG game um over the weekend where you know IMG has four or five stars on their roster and Hunter held his own so I mean I think being able to showcase his talents at that level would put him into that that top echelon of when you're getting attracted by the coach ks and Roy Williams and all that stuff but right now I don't I, I, we'll see what he does. I mean, cause he's going to have opportunities to play for a different AAU team. He's going to have opportunities to play at a prep school. And he for was, He's year. OSA last year. Yes. And so, you know, they, that's a, that's a good, and they like, play on the top
0: Adidas tour, yes, right? That,
1: that is a good program to be on, you know, especially, uh, just given kind of all the politics involved with moving up to the EYBL. But, uh, he, like I said, he's going to have opportunities, and I know that they're having discussions about what they want to do, but I think any of that stuff is being put off towards after his junior season.
0: Yeah, and if I'm Bob and the guys that Bob Francisi uh, that runs uh, yeah. OSA and that organization, I'm probably saying, all right, got to put together maybe the most attractive tournament schedule we can with this team of kids we have to m- keep them here and show that – we are going to put them in the best possible things that they can be in, even though they're not on the UIBL.
1: Right. I mean, if you can provide the opportunities that some of those, you know, UIBL programs can give you as far as exposure and a playing against that top competition, then, uh, you know, that's going to make it a lot more attractive for Hunter to stay. And again, I, I don't know if he, he certainly hasn't made a decision one way or another on any of that stuff. But all I'm saying is, um, Coaches have been calling. Coaches will continue to call uh, and try to lure him away because, like I said, he's he's in rare territory now uh, with that fifth star in that top 20 ranking. And it could
0: be a deal where maybe he'll play a Nebraska team in the spring and maybe in July he plays for like a –
1: Isaiah Roby did that where he played with uh, with his Quad City Elite program at Illinois and then swung up with the Indy Heat uh, for a couple weekends For the Peach Champ.
0: Because can they, they can just add you yeah. to a roster so then all of a sudden you can go play down in – the the peach jam is the yeah, peach EY- jam
1: is the the championship round that's in july end of july but you know there's plenty of uh, even just non live period events that he could play on In
0: e- eybl you don't play tournaments every weekend it's like pool games like you yeah, play like three like seasons you play like three yeah. or four Season games to get seeded for the Peach Jam.
1: Right. And I think there's like four uh, stops nationally, like usually in Texas, L.A. Minneapolis um, had one at one time. Yeah. So they move them around, but uh, they always end um, in Augusta at Peach Jam. And uh, it is the event of the AAU season.
0: And that coaches can still go to that.
1: Yes, I mean that that, that is the one that everybody goes to. If, you, if Fred Hoiberg, Matt Abdoumazi, all those guys are going to be front and center for Peach Jam.
0: So they they were the rules are still somewhat restricted though, right? As far as what coaches can be at and what can't, or do they kind of pull back some of that stuff?
1: Yeah, I mean it's, the recruiting calendar has changed quite a bit, um, you know, especially with uh, you know the the new legislation that went down last year. Uh, I think it really did a disservice to. Uh, Kids, it actually hurt kids. Especially not the non-top-of-the-line like top of the line guys because coaches have to make pretty uh, specific decisions on how they're going to travel and how they're going to evaluate uh, because you only have so many windows where you can see players. And um, they try to do these events where they have hundreds of kids all at one event, and you're asking these coaches to try and get a thorough evaluation of Uh, as many kids as they can you know that's going to eliminate opportunities to be seen for a lot of those kids that might be under the radar a little bit so I don't like it whatsoever I know coaches don't like it but it is what it is and you got to work around it
0: well and the bottom line is the bad people in the basketball recruiting world are still going to be there and and they'll find new ways to be bad
1: yep handlers are still there the quote-unquote uncles are still there and all that stuff so I mean it it really just is complicated like This things. guy's
0: my older brother, but he's not really my brother.
1: Yeah, it hasn't changed anything for those <laughs> types of guys that are getting money. It, it changes things for the guys that aren't uh, getting handlers or shoe contract uh, kickbacks that you know don't get the opportunities now that maybe they would have had under the previous calendar.
0: Because we did find out, really, that a lot of the high schools, they don't want to run these things. No, because like the they high don't school. have the resources. Nor are they getting
1: paid. Exactly.
0: You know, if, if you're paying a high school coach an extra $30,000 to coach summer hoops, he's going to do it, man but they're not doing that
1: yeah yeah and again so that it just puts everybody in a bad situation uh, the college coaches the high school coaches the players to where uh, you know the, I think they had the right intent of trying to uh, take away some of the influence of the wrong people but really didn't change much in that regard and really put uh, a lot of different people at disadvantages
0: all right when we come back we're going to pick things up uh, more about the roster of Nebraska basketball and where things are at going forward that's next here you're listening to the Husker online show